Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. In the studio, it's myself, the Lord Reverend Dr. Captain Kickass Buckshot Esquire, if you will. Joining me... It's Nikki. And Rich Rich. This is from Loudwire.com. Uh, They're a uh, heavy metal music magazine type of website. The headline reads, Radio Station Issues Apology Statement for Playing Steel Panther. Ooh. That's now, not how you described it at dinner, Captain. No, the, the headline that I wrote reads, Radio Station Apologizes for Glory Hole. Oh. Now I'm prohibited from describing exactly what a glory hole is. So for those of you listening who don't know what a glory hole actually is. Urban Dictionary. Yeah, feel free to use your favorite search engine and type in the words glory hole. Just and, turn off the adult know. filtering. <laughs> yeah, definitely turn it off. So there is a band called Steel Panther, and they are they're sort of a, a pastiche band in that they play, uh, we'll call it hair metal. Right? Oh, okay. Uh, they're very their their music very hair metal, very uh, Motley Crue, Rap. Winger, you know, Poison, that type of a thing. That's my favorite kind. But their lyrics are intentionally funny. Okay, like they they set out to write. You know, songs that that are very that have a high comedic value. Um, not not a, a they're sort of like Psycho Stick. Psycho Stick intentionally writes funny music, but they're more on like the thrash metal or the hardcore metal. Whereas Steel Panther definitely glam. They're all about the hairspray and the bandanas and the sunglasses, all very Hollywood looking, right? Uh, so here's what happened. Uh, Steel Panther are one hell of a great time, but some of their overtly sexual innuendos might not always fly over heavily regulated airwaves. Oh, they're just innuendos. No big deal. Yet somehow the sounds of the band's song, Glory Hole, found its way to the South African listening audience of LM Radio, leading the station to issue an apology. South African? So this is an international incident then? It is. Okay. So, how did a song about a particular public restroom delight make its way <laughs> to the airwaves of a station that touts playing the smoothest tunes from the 70s to today? Or a mobile delight in some places. <laughs> well, right, yeah. At least according to some photos we were looking at at, at dinner earlier. I may or may not be responsible for those <laughs> photos. <laughs> Take credit. Okay, I am responsible right. for those photos. For, sh- for showing us those photos, yes. right? That wasn't like your face blocked no. out. Well, it was okay. uh, we don't know. It was we don't blocked know. out, we don't know. so you don't know. It was blocked out, so right. we, yeah, it's hard to tell. The hackers tried hacking. They shut everything down. They rebooted everything, restarted everything. And then the system, which is supposed to fill dead air, was like, oh, let me go find a song. And the first song it found... Glory Hole. Glory Hole by Steel Panther. All right. <laughs> and it played it to their 2 p.m. audience. I don't know what the religious lifeless is in South Africa, but that's like your post-church going fellows around here. <laughs> they went on to add, we have immediately deleted all Steel Panther songs Lame. from our servers. I again apologize for this and assure you that the content of that song does not resonate with who we are as a radio station and as individuals. Signed, Lyndon Johnstone. 
Sounds like a fake name too. Apparently, he's the yeah, he's the L in LM Radio. Okay. So I just looked up the lyrics. <laughs> Are they safe to say online? Probably not. I mean, no. Okay. And I could see how they could be problematic yeah. at two p.m. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, funny though, right? They're hilarious, right? I mean, I'd listen to this song. Yeah. I would probably listen to it. So I haven't looked at- up the lyrics, but knowing what they what their mo is <laughs> yeah and like this song is quintessential steel panther okay right like this is what they aim for they aim to write songs in this sort of a fashion right with this type of uh lyrics and that uh, like they want to offend people but also entertain yeah. people who aren't yeah. offended by this stuff well the beautiful thing about innuendos right is they can be read multiple ways i yes. don't if this is an indu- innuendo though okay it, it literally says in an endo <laughs> who's sucking my tonight uh-huh. oh okay so that goes beyond all right an innuendo fair enough but that's, article said but it's a question that's a it's just a question right yeah. you know <laughs> coming up next <laughs> Uh, the apology <laughs> the radio station made yielded a mix of responses from those celebrating the station's decision to address the mishap. The fact that you took time out of your day to apologize to your listeners says a lot about you and what you stand for, stated one commenter. All the way to others who found the joy of a little Steel Panther inadvertently inserted. <laughs> There's See? a pun there. Innuendo. Inadvertently inserted into the station's playlist. Thanks for that, LM Radio. In this day and age of PC and woke attitude, you just marked a lecker song that I would never have listened to. Brilliant stuff. Glory Hole rocks your... Whatever. Genitalia. We have Jerome calling from South Carolina. Jerome, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, I have got a doozy of a story that I just finished watching on 60 Minutes. And it's wait, wait, wait. No, it's true. Wait, did it take you an hour and a half to watch 60 Minutes? No. Okay, just checking. <laughs> no, I've been watching it many, many years, but no. What's it the story? It never takes me that long. Fox is being sued for $1.6 billion, as Mike Myers would say, dollars for pushing that border fraud story constantly and never, ever having one shred of evidence. Who's being and sued? Fox News. Oh, Fox. Okay. I'm not familiar and, with the story. Could you sum it up for us, please? Well, we talked about how um, the election was stolen from Trump. Uh, the voting machines were rigged. The company that ran the uh, voting machines and is, is uh, you know, connected to the voting um, process. They were all rigged. That was it. Was all a, um, all a bunch of lies. Trump won the election, and they stole the election from him. I you mean, know, you'd have to be foolish to believe that there was no cheating in the election. Well, the fact checkers told me that that wasn't true. Where's your proof? Where did you get the proof from? Where's your proof? I'm not not saying that Trump won. won. Investigations, there were over 60 investigations into this whole border thing. None of them panned out for the Republicans. None. I mean, who's investigating? By, By no means do I want Trump to have won the election, but who's investigating? Not a single investigation turned up any evidence of voter fraud. None. I mean, well, I mean that's that's false states, too. It's just who do you believe, right? Because Dinesh D'Souza states, did no. the whole 
2,000 Mules oh, documentary. And who does he? And who is he a puppet for? I don't care. That's what I'm saying. It's who do you believe? Yeah. There's plenty of evidence. You just don't believe don't what believe. you don't want to believe. No, I believe that they checked this out. If there was any evidence whatsoever with all these investigations, someone would have turned up something. They did Nothing turn up something. It's up. been ignored. Like that's what? that's the problem. Like what? Again, no, they didn't turn up anything. Again, they watch the documentary Two Thousand Mules. Right there's there's a did story you, coming out of Arizona hear? right now. Of oh, you know yeah, of the Arizona, of the Trump oh, yeah. supporters, oh yeah, right, yeah, uh, the monitoring it's, the voter drop boxes. Mm-hmm. That, like they're sitting in their pickup oh, truck, armed yeah, with face masks, yeah, yeah because right, right. of the evidence that was brought up in yeah. that documentary. The article continues to say that after uh, uh, one of their uh, listeners comically summed up the situation, saying, "So an empty space was filled with a glory hole." <laughs> uh, news <laughs> of the mishap actually made its way back to Steel Panther, the band. Nice. Who responded in a typically humorous way, commenting, quote, They say, we're sorry. We say, you're welcome. Nice. <laughs> How appropriate. And where's my royalty check? Or penny? Here's your penny. Right. Uh, for all the new Steel Panther fans out there, as a result of this miscue, well, you can find them on tour in the U.S., Canada, and Australia to finish out the year. Uh, I don't know what their website is, but I'm sure if you go to your favorite search engine, you can find it. Uh, some of the commenters were saying they were listening to Steel Panther uh, during the commercial break. Uh, and something else. I don't know what else went on. Oh, uh, Bikers on Call says, what is the sexy part? Well, the sexy part is... It's us. Come on. Yeah, I mean, we have to tell you that? You have to ask? Are you not he must listening? be listening on the radio. He must not be tuned in. Either to way, the... we sound sexy. Mm, it's yeah. the lewd These and lascivious. These mics make us sound way sexier than we actually are. It's so. the upcoming lewd and lascivious articles that we're eventually going to get into. We when, hope. When not interrupted by doozies of stories. Or non-doozies. Yeah. What's the opposite of doozy? A floozy. Oozy. Mm. Uh, <laughs> now that's a submachine gun. Well, that would be cool. You can get them. Yeah. Yes, you can. Yeah. Uh, segwaying into the next article. Sexy article. Since it's Sexy Sunday. This from Intellectual Takeout. Something wicked this way comes. Wicked. Sex bots are in production. So for, Thank God. For all of you, uh, you know. Because I'm folks, tired of putting out. All of you folks uh, <laughs> tired of the... Uh, you know, whatever devices you're using or whatever, you know, uh, you've been waiting on this day for your sexy robot. So much variety for females. Dude's got a flashlight. <laughs> I believe it's pronounced fleshlight. I wasn't sure. Yeah. I, okay. You well, have you to can check spice the it up, you know? You have to check the spelling on the box. Okay. You've got to get creative. Okay. <laughs> you arrive home from a long day of work. Your partner greets you at the door with your favorite beverage eases you into a chair, and massages your shoulders to get rid of the kinks accumulated by the day. Wait, does this... Supper, healthy, and one of your favorite meals is already on the stove. After you eat, your partner spends that time telling you how well you look. You drink a cup of perfectly brewed coffee while the two of you discuss the latest news or movie or whatever topic you usually talk over. This doesn't sound real. Your partner is relaxed and interested only in you. In some ways, this partner sounds great, doesn't it? You never have to give excuse as to where you have been or what you've been doing. 
You never have to justify your income or your lifestyle. You never have to engage in quarrels about how you've spent your wages or who you are seeing or even who you are in regards to the relationship. You can be a saint or a jerk. Your partner doesn't care. Am I a robot? Sold. <laughs> Sold. How much? Uh, of course, there are a few drawbacks. Oh, son of a... First on the list, you are sleeping with a machine. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time, I mean, am I right? I mean, do you have one of those, like, you know, sleep number beds? Because your bed's a machine. You're already sleeping with one. I got one of those foot massagers. Stick your feeties in there. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's wonderful. Is it? It okay. is, yeah. All right. It's a uh, machine. Do you sleep with it? No, but I, it's there in the bedroom. Okay. All what right. defines a machine? Like a heated blanket? Technically, mm. humans could maybe be defined as machines. Okay. Certainly biomechanical. Okay. And electrical. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Someday soon, uh, first on the list, you're sleeping with a machine. Yes, someday soon, the skin of that machine will be warm as human flesh. The body may belong exclusively to you. It may feel real, but that thing with which you share a bed is a machine. And it is a machine programmed to have sex with you, to fornicate with you, but not to love you. Aww. It is not female. It is not male. Sounds well, like it's 2022. It? <laughs> you are having sex... <laughs> Not making love with the machine. You can pretend all you like, but no matter how sophisticated that thing you are in bed with is, it's still just a computer programmed for sex. All right. So the definition of a machine, a machine is a physical system using power to apply forces and control movement to perform an action. It's very specific. Sounds like a human. I haven't previewed this at all, but it's a bit of a... A video contained within this article about these sexy robots. Let's see. The first time I saw Harmony, and Harmony. she was talking, I was mesmerized by it. She could <laughs> smile, batting her eyes, moving her head, and this video being is creepy. able to physically interact with these pieces of art is amazing. Don't you want to be able to actually be with a thinking, feeling human being who can have conversations with no. you, who can empathize no. with you you know it's so funny i don't miss that i was married for 15 years that's why you don't Creating miss it a companion <laughs> that you can physically program she's got a nice rack you. they will always be honest yeah they're very bimbo they looking no malice bimbo-esque some people listening to this are gonna think it's super weird i'm sure not our listeners what would you say to them <laughs> in 20 years it'll be normal in 20 years it'll be normal how much? Yeah, see, that's the question. <laughs> that's the question. Uh, they don't actually answer that. So my f- That means too much. Yeah. My fear is that they're going to turn it into a subscription service. Of course. Because uh, that's what they do. Got to download the do updates. Yeah. For only $50 a month, yeah. you know, she'll do this. Yeah. You'll, they'll tag you for the, the one-time fee for the hardware, right? and then you'll have to get the extended warranty. Of course. Right, which will give a whole new chapter to these. We've been trying to reach you about your extended warranty, right? <laughs> <laughs> now they're coming after your sex bot, right? And then, yeah, you know, if you want them to do certain things, oh, you have to buy the... Premium uh, package. Yeah, the, the whore upgrade or whatever, okay. right? You know, to, <laughs> to get them to do certain acts or whatever, you know? Um Oh no! I'm sorry, sir. The uh, what's what's the movie? The all the chicks were about the 
Uh, oh, I don't know, Titanic. No, no, no. Uh, the, the movie the, that the, all the chicks the, were about. The the one where like uh, they meet the rich guy and he like ties him up and stuff. Oh, gray. Uh, oh, gray. Fifty Shades yeah. of Gray. Fifty Shades of Gray. Yeah. yeah okay. If you want the Fifty Shades of Gray upgrade, that's okay. a whole other level. You know, you're gonna have to pay for that. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So. I, I, I see where you're going with that, and I think you're right. That's probably exactly what will happen. It'll turn into a subscription that will just, well, take all your money. Well, I mean, if your husband needs to get one of these things, that should probably tell you a few, like, it should tell the woman a few things about their performance. <sighs> I wonder, like, nicely. I, okay. So, I'm, not, I'm not totally bought into that. Because, you know... Well, you don't know how much it costs. Well, no, no. <laughs> what I'm saying is you can still, like, love your wife and appreciate her performance, right? And still no. want some variety. Yes. Not when it comes to a robot. What, what about the other way around, right? Is she also entitled to uh, a, a male robot? If you're Well, women already do that. Hunter. Women yeah. do that all the time with their dildos and whatever, and that's completely socially acceptable. Right. But when a man does it, it's not socially acceptable. Right. So I kind of get that. I'm just saying that, you know, there's variety is always going to be there. And some people, you know, ignore that desire or that drive or that motivation. Yeah. And some people don't. Well, and there are folks who are in like, uh, what do they call open relationships and that kind of a thing or or polyamorous, right? Yeah, that kind of a thing. So, so there are people who, you know, uh, take their variety seriously in their relationships and are able to cope and, you know, do all those things. So I had a, I had a friend. Yeah, we'll say that. Okay. I know a guy. Uh, (laughs) I know a guy. who, Who was very adamant. Like, I really do love my wife, but what drives me right is the chase and so there's always going to be a desire for another chase now he didn't cheat didn't you know didn't step out of line or anything yeah but it was it was according to him difficult to continuously be intimate with his wife because he just desired the chase and the the, the chase was over so i get that yeah and i think those sort of things like within relationships like that needs to be talked about Understood. But where it's so taboo, and most women would get real pissed off about that. Well, like if your husband said you that to you, yeah. Well, it's like you know that needs to be a conversation. Like if my husband felt like that, you know, I'd want him to say something to me. You know, I don't want you to keep those pent up feelings inside. And I'm, you it's know, be interesting at the Nikki house after the show tonight. <laughs> Listen, now that we've broached you, the subject, have you been having sex with robots? Why? What did you find? <laughs> what did Richie Rich tell you? <laughs> it's going to have something to do with his firearms. Uh, in the same video, the video that they have in this story, in the same video, we learn that thousands of Japanese males have online relationships with fictitious females, faux lovers who are there to fulfill their sexual needs, who make them feel important, who don't offer the emotional hassles of dealing with real anime? human beings. Oh, man. Now we got to get the I'm Urban sure Dictionary of Waifu. I'm pretty sure I happened across an article about some, like, Chinese... So, like, you ghost wrote it then? No. I wish. <laughs> no, but it apparently... Appar- I just happened upon an article. Apparently it's a real thing, right? But it's like like a chi- Chinese semen extractor, right? So I was just thinking... <laughs> what? <laughs> I think I know her. <laughs> <laughs> Ming Lu. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. 
Go ahead, Richard. No, but I'm I'm just saying, if you set this up in like a glory hole area, yeah. right, then you have a ro- robot glory hole. That's a genius I, business plan. <laughs> I'm going to do that. Just, Next pork fest. You, you, you just put it on a trailer, right, and wheel it wherever, wherever you're going to go. <laughs> you can just make money at like the, the random wayside on the freeway. I literally <laughs> just lost my headsets laughing at that. You can't even talk. Look at you. <laughs> that is the most brilliant place to set that up I've ever heard. There will be a line all the way out to the mini golf course. Wait, set it up at the mini golf course. Well, considering we're the only people that use the mini golf course. Uh, well, okay. All right. What Carry ta- on. What were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen Richie Rich laugh that hard. That's, that was a good one, he, man. He's even wiping uh, perhaps a tear away from his eye. That's pretty good. Watch.freetalklive.com if you want to see. Occasionally that happens. Like Richie I, Rich you know. cry. Oh, man. Wait, Nikki, you made Richie Rich cry? That's, well, How dare you? I'm really, this before. is like my proudest moment. <laughs> you should get like a, a merit or something. Yeah. Can we print it out really we'll quick? Give her one Just point. like Sarah's. <laughs> give me a certificate. Yeah, I want a Put certificate. Put it in a frame. I made Richie Rich cry. I'm going to call Aria. She'll do it for me. Tears of joy. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> that may be the funniest thing I've ever heard. On Free Talk Live or Sunday Night Show. <laughs> that was brilliant. See. Are, I come around every once in a while. You know? That's, that's why the, you guys keep me around. You got, you get, you got some smats. That's yeah. the peak. Some I don't smats. even know where we go from here. The chess world champion is like some Swedish dude named Magnus. Swedish. Carlson. And this teenage prodigy... From the United States, I think kids like you know, 17, 18, 19. He's a teenager. Mm-hmm. And he beat like the world grandmaster in chess in such alarming fashion that the world grandmaster in chess, Magnus Carlsen. He was like, there must be something up his ass. Right. <laughs> he said, like, this kid must be cheating. And I don't know how. I just know I can't get beat like that. By natural causes. So, hang on. So, he levied the accusation. Go ahead. Is it against the rules to have something up your butt while you're playing chess? Probably probably not to just have something up your butt. But this, it gets better than... Okay. So... We haven't revealed the the, the thing yet. Well, it the says anal pin. beads. R- right. Hold on. Hold your questions until the end. <laughs> Please so, allow the recap to continue. Okay. So, he, he levies this accusation at this kid. And the kid... Admits to cheating somewhat. He goes, "Well, I have cheated in like two online tournaments when I was like fourteen or fifteen years old, or twelve whatever. and sixteen. Okay, thank you. Oh, so, okay, so it is an article. So we okay, we might not have to read the whole article. So twelve and sixteen, he admits to cheating in like online tournaments that aren't ranked, aren't you know, aren't money tournaments. But he has never cheated in an online, you know, official chess grandmaster match." And so the the accusation comes out. He's like accused of cheating. He declines. Magnus Carlsen like refuses to play the kid ever again. He's like, I he's a cheater. I know he's cheating. I can't prove it, but I'm not going to play him. And so they were lined up in some tournament, and Magnus made like one move on the board, and then resigned from the tournament. Like I'm not, I'm not entering this. There are other chess experts that have weighed in and go like, yeah, the way the kid plays kind of raises some red flags because at that level 
right? You, there's certain ways that you move around the board, right? That are that are normal and understood. It's like when they've had that GoBot play, not you know, not your GoBots game, yeah. but like the 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 algorithm that played Go, and it uh. did and it didn't move move the pieces around um, like a human would. I mean, to me, like when you're playing cards, there's ways of cheating. Right. But how do you cheat when you're playing chess? The bullet points here are American teenage chess prodigy Hans Niemann has sued Norwegian grandmaster Magnus Carlsen, chess.com, and three others for defamation. He claims they sought to blacklist him by claiming he beat Carlsen by using the anal beads to cheat. Weeks after the incident, Chess.com released a report claiming Neiman had likely cheated in hundreds of games. See? Neiman is seeking $100 million in compensatory, consequential, and punitive damages. And again, th- that, that, le- that accusation that they're levying, right, is, is not, that, not that they have evidence or proof that he cheated, but that the way he played doesn't, uh, you know, the, the way that he played doesn't resemble how someone would normally play and therefore likely is cheating. Well, they, do they have evidence? No, they just. So that's why he's suing. They have like they have the moves that he made correlated with what other grandmasters would do in that situation, and they went, "No, this isn't a human move." So I'm just wondering how they came to the conclusion of anal beads. Right. Like, like why would why would that be the first thing that you think of? Well, that's probably why they're getting sued. But well, because how else were you going to signal them? Right, you're playing one on one. He's sitting right in front of you. He's he's getting signals from somewhere. It's not like baseball. He's not stealing signals from the coach on the sideline. Yeah. Like how how would you let someone know? Is it an earpiece in his ear? Well, you could easily see that, right? Is it a wrist? You know, a vibrating wrist strap? Well, you could, you know. Yeah. Where I'm are you going to hide this vibrating device that gives you the signals? Well, maybe he doesn't have any vibrating device. Maybe he's literally a prodigy and he's just great at playing chess. That's why he's suing. Okay. There's some more bullet points here that might be interesting. Uh, Carlson created Player Magnus, a lucrative global brand that he merged with Chess.com in an $83 million deal to monopolize the chess world. On September 4th, he taunted Carlson in an interview after beating him, and this caused the Norwegian to snap and he maliciously retaliated against the teenager. The defeat robbed Carlson of solidifying him as the greatest chess player of all time, which would have made his empire more valuable. Carlson then poor fals- guy if falsely, he lost yeah. fair and square. Carlson then falsely and baselessly accused Neiman of cheating after he was unable to accept the reality of his unexpected loss. Yeah, heartbreaker, right? The greatest chess player that ever lived, building your brand. And this 17-year-old comes out of nowhere and puts a hurting on you. Front of the world and chess.com. Yeah. Um, we don't know how he's cheating, but we know he's cheating. Neiman was accused of using vibrating anal beads to communicate with his coach during a September 4th tournament against Carlson. Where do you come up with that as the idea? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, like, why is that what they would assume? Well, and again, that's why he's getting sued, right? Because that's it's so where ridiculous. It's not so. It's it's so ridiculous and so accusatory that if you know the the reputation of this kid is it, on the line, it almost cons- makes me think the other guy has done this before. <laughs> Carlson's unprecedented actions, coupled with his unfounded accusations, sent shockwaves through the chess world. See? 
and instantly thrust Neiman into the, <laughs> into the center of what is now widely reported as the single be- biggest chess scandal in history. The lawsuit reads, "Maybe, maybe that was in the lawsuit. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> it was. Yeah, uh, maybe this is all just a conspiracy to get chess in the press. <laughs> you know what? That's a yeah. Because who watches working. chess? It's working because I don't follow chess. Now you do. I barely follow it now. Like this is the only chess story I'm ever going to be interested in. I certainly until could it not gets have more told salacious. you who the current and uh, challenging grandmasters were of the chess world until yeah. today. Gary Kasparov is like the only name that matters. To... I couldn't even name one. Oh, he was the one that was. Besides myself, but he was the one that like played the uh, was it Deep Blue, uh, the first like human versus machine chess oh, tournament. Okay, yeah. cool. The lawsuit alleges that Carlson's actions were financially driven. His player, Magnus Brand, merged with Chestaka. We already talked about that. Magnus Brand, uh, the largest chess player in the world. Defendant Nakamura is one of Chess.com's influential streaming partners that posted content to amplify Carlson's accusations with numerous additional defamatory statements. Meanwhile, Chess.com executive Wrench, R-E-N-S-C-H, is accused of releasing defamatory reports to bolster Carlson's unsubstantiated defamatory accusations that Neiman cheated against him in the Cinquefield Cup. I'm probably mispronouncing that, but apparently that's the, the chess championship. Did you or someone you love work, live, or serve at Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1988? If you or someone you know lived, served, or worked at Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1988 and has cancer, Parkinson's disease, or another serious health issue, they are entitled to compensation. To see if they are eligible, they need to call Liberty Legal. Contaminants in the drinking water have led to these serious diseases and legislation is now available for for veterans and family members who may qualify for financial help from the government. There may be a time deadline, so don't wait. Call 888-918-1037. Anyone that has lived, worked, or served at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1988 and has had cancer, Parkinson's disease, or another serious health issue, the money is already set aside. 888-918-1037. 888-918-1037. Let's go to Sarah in New Mexico. Sarah, you're on Free Talk Live. Perfect segue. Oh, yes. Um, I've been hearing that supposedly the green coffee bean extract. What? And then green tea extract. Okay. Uh-huh. And, and capsaicin, supposedly it, it burns the calories. Wait, what's capsaicin? For, uh, the the pepper spice. Oh, okay. Okay, and therefore it's supposed to help with diabetes. Are you selling this? No, Whatever I'm, happened I'm, to her multi-level marketing? job well, but so she's still doing that. Yeah. I'm at, okay so we got a nurse okay you you're rn so have you heard anything about this i have actually heard- yeah i've i've yeah. heard of green tea and you know its effects but i've not heard of green coffee bean extract so she might be confused i don't know what green coffee bean is it's just yeah. unroasted coffee beans okay i mean it could I, I have heard of green tea. I know some people use that for like a metabolism booster. Yeah, and I, I know used to there's drink this. It and it, like, it'll do things to you. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I know there's this drink too where it's like lemon juice, cayenne pepper, and um, I don't know, some other things. But it's a metabolism booster. Yeah. I added green tea supplements to my diet when I was 
making a bigger effort to lose weight. Well, but, but supposedly my company has this well, I guess I told you. one uh-huh. product that uh, is supposed to boost your um, metabolism, like your faint capsaicin and uh, and the and the green coffee bean. So so therefore somehow it helps with diabetes. I I really can't trying to I'm trying to find the link between that. I'm, I'm, I'm I mean, if your metabolism's boosted, right, you're going to be burning up all those sugars and fats. Yeah. Right. And so, that will... Go ahead. So with type 2 diabetes, a lot of what you want to do is diet-based. So you want to cut out sugars, cut out carbs, go on kind of like a keto diet. Yep. Um, and then you want to exercise more. And those are some of the things that can help lower your blood sugars. So it's not surprising okay. to me that some things that can boost your metabolism can also lower your blood sugars. Oh yeah, that now now that it really makes sense. So uh, since you have uh, you know put all the pieces together like jigsaw puzzle, you're right. Exercise burns up the sugar in your blood, the excess sugar, and you want to do the low uh, carb, like you said, the sugar intake, like low lower pasta. I mean, you still want to have sugar, but don't over inundate with sugar because you don't your body does not produce enough insulin. You, you're right. insulin deficient to allow sugar into the cells. Right, and, so and the thing about the carbs, have, though, is that the, your body turns that into sugar. So if you eat yeah. sugar, you've got a bunch of sugar. And then if you eat carbs on top of that, your body just turns that into sugar. You've got sugar for later. Right. Well, and normally that's fine, but if your pancreas is not functioning at an optimal level, then your body can't process those carbs and those sugar. And your liver, too. After the anal bead cheating accusations, a 72-page report... <laughs> By, I told you, oh, big I'd deal in the chess life. to read this. By chess.com accused the self-taught chess prodigy of cheating more than 100 times. On October 6th, uh, sorry, October 5th of 2022, Neiman was scheduled to begin competing at the U.S. Chess Championship Tournament, which due to defendants' repeated defamatory accusations and blacklisting, is quite possibly one of the last competitive chess tournaments in which Neiman will ever be allowed to play. Oh, that's sad. Uh, Neiman desperately hoped to be able to compete in the tournament, deliver an impressive performance, and lessen the blow of at least some of the defendants' defamatory accusations. Yet, once again, defendants had different plans. The lengthy report showed that the prodigy privately confessed to Chess.com that he had cheated on numerous occasions, while it also revealed that he was banned from the site, though this was never made public. The report states that Neiman confessed to his cheating to Chess.com COO Danny Wrench during a Zoom call and afterwards in writing during a Slack chat. And that was only the two times when he was 12 and 16. Age 12 and age 16, right. Many of the tournaments Chess.com said uh, Neiman cheated in include cash prizes, the report said, including uh, prize events, speed chess championship qualifiers, and the Pro Chess League. As a result of the accusations, tournaments including the Tata Steel Chess Tournament, that's an odd name, have ceased contact with Neiman. Meanwhile, Carlson's refusal to participate in tournaments where Neiman is present also bans the 19-year-old from the vast majority of them. Imagine having so much clout in some sort of gaming world where just your mere presence and your refusal to participate with a particular individual got you blacklisted. Well, and that, again, that's part of it, right? Because he's got so much clout. And his refusal to play because he lost to the kid. Right. Like, imagine yeah. banning your greatest competitor from all your future competitions. Right. Of yeah, course you're going to be. Yeah. 
But at the same time, you know, it, as a strategy for Hans Niemann, yeah. right? He he could also just claim to be the best, right? Because no one will challenge him to defeat yeah. him. Mm, yeah. Right? Like, oh, Magnus only thinks he's the best because he refuses to play me again. I don't mean to make puns, but it sounds to me like Magnus is butthurt. Uh, Neiman would participate in about 15 major chess tournaments per year and earn between $5,000 and $15,000 in appearance fees and between $5,000 and $100,000 in cash prizes, according to the lawsuit. There was a similar story levied in like the poker world within a similar time frame. Yeah. Um, because some new chick joined like, you know, the major tables came out of nowhere. No one really heard of her, whatever. And there was another like star sitting at the table and she called his bluff and won and happened to win the hand on like, you know, the river. Right. You know, like you could not have won this until you got lucky at the end. Why did you play this way? And so they accused her of cheating in a similar fashion, having something wedged somewhere you're not supposed to and getting signals about, you know, someone from behind looking at his cards, knowing what he has. And then in her case, you know, to avoid the sort of brouhaha, offered to return the money. And oh, so, and that's so, like admitting guilt. That's what the guy said. He's like, well, I'm taking that as an admission without an admission if you're willing to return yeah, the money. Yeah, because if I won that money fair and square, I'd be like, no. Yeah. Did not do that. Yeah. And this is my money. But you're also a newbie to his world, you know. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair play. Yeah. I mean, this is the most drama I've ever heard about, like, the chess world. Right. I, you know, It's bringing I, it to light. I'm like... Are I they going to start doing cavity checks now? <laughs> like, all right, spread them. New chess cavity checks. Wait, is this a dentist or a chess game? I'm confused. Mm. There, if, if the accusations continue to be levied, right, across the board, or this problem becomes worse, they're going to have to find some way to address it. So, okay, let's just say, let's assume that this method of cheating works in the chess world okay. and is effective. How, how does one actually cheat in chess? Oh, again, the, the theory behind this one is he's getting Morse code signals by someone. From coaches or someone, right, yeah. Who are, who are running Magnus's move against a computer algorithm. Okay. And that's part of that 72-page document from chess.com mm-hmm. where the moves that Hans Niemann was making through his past tournament appearances don't appear to be in alignment with what other grandmasters and chess players would do in similar situations. So they're saying we have all this data of how people react in a given situation on the chessboard, yeah. and he's diverting from that. Like his his play is divergent to the norm. But I mean, isn't that, okay, now let's just say the guy wasn't cheating. Wouldn't that be how you win? Richie, Rich, you mentioned uh, something about a free talk live drinking game. Can you tell us what these rules are? Oh, okay. So some of the rules that I was thinking of is if you hear a caller mention M. Monica Zamora, Uh take a shot. Take a shot. Okay. Take a shot. And if someone mentions J. John Romero, then the person to your left takes a shot. Okay. And if they mention anything about child trafficking or anything like that then everyone a has drink. to chug, chug a beer or something chug a beer? Like okay. yeah okay all right this sounds good well it just so happens that we have david from new mexico calling david you're on free talk live 
Child trafficking, child trafficking, child trafficking. J. John Romero, J. John Romero, and Monica Zamora, and Monica Zamora. You guys are under the table. Woohoo! Woo. You really underestimate my uh, tolerance for alcohol, David. I now that you got uh, that out of your system, what else do you want to talk about? That was just right. Oh, I, I wanted I wanted to uh, to con- continue with the topic. Of no, no, pick a new topic. Things. Pick a new topic. Uh, I don't want you to continue things. with it. Uh, don't continue. No, no. Well, I'll, don't continue. This is, this is about. This is. This is about. This isn't about anal beads. It's about anal judges. Probably be better if it were. <laughs> Stick beads? with the theme. The yeah. theme is things up your ass. Yeah, no, we can't say that on the radio. That I'm was sorry, profane. David. I know we said it on the radio, and our producers gave us a nasty gram, and so I can't have you saying that on the radio either. I'm sorry. We have been reprimanded once tonight already. Yep. Jury convicts man for vile act with Elmo. Wait, the puppet? The doll. Oh. The Tickle Me Elmo? The character. He's a real character. The the person. The person. With the. Elmo, the person. There's a bit of a. Manipulating the puppet somehow. (laughs) No, he's a real person. Puppets do have something up in them, so to speak. (laughs) Can't say those words on radio. Um. Cavity. <laughs> yes, the puppet master the hand cavity. cavity. Right, yes. The puppet hand cavity. Uh, there's a creepy picture of a guy wearing what looks like a flower-printed face mask, carrying a red Elmo doll into a room with what looks like a very small child's daybed or perhaps a crib with, like, you know, one end sort of lowered. Is this uh, the uh, Vaccinate Me Elmo doll? <laughs> He needed some privacy. I with the love dog. compliance. <laughs> he was wearing a mask with a stuffed animal. Oh my gosh! Alone. That's hilarious, Nikki. It's two. Uh, October twelfth, a jury yesterday convicted a Michigan man, not a Florida man, Michigan, oh, Michigan man. man. Hope now we're going to get calls from the Major Payne. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't, don't. Tom of the Gad is my name, <laughs> and I say under the. Uh, a jury yesterday convicted a Michigan man of aggravated indecent exposure. This is normal in places I go to in Michigan. <laughs> What's the problem, Captain? For using a Tickle Me Elmo doll to masturbate while he was inspecting a residence on behalf of a potential purchaser. Oh. The chutzpah of that guy. Like on the job, on the clock. You're going to love his name. <laughs> Kevin... Van Leuven. <laughs> it's not a real name. It's probably Van Leuven, but okay. it, it's spelled V-A-N-L-U-V-E-N, right? Which just, you know, it reminds me of like the candy van. Or yep. like McLovin, McLovin on um, right, Superbad. Right, but you don't t- even have a first name? It's just McLovin? Well, just and, McLovin. And, and we've covered a story here previously on Free Talk Live about uh, uh, a person or persons who make love to vehicles. Oh, yeah. Oh, I saw that uh, My Strange Addiction. Yeah, so, like, I mean, last names used to be who you were or what you did. Yeah. Ken yeah. Van Leuven or Kevin Van Leuven. Dickinson. Who knows? Anyway, Kevin Van Leuven, age 60, was found guilty of the misdemeanor following a one-day trial in Oakland County Circuit Court. One-day trial. One Scam. Day trial. The jury acquitted Van Leuven of malicious destruction of property, also a misdemeanor. Judge Phyllis McMillan scheduled Van Leuven's sentencing for December 2nd. The indecent exposure count 
carries a max penalty of two years in prison and a $2,000 fine. Wait a minute. If he was the only one there, how is that indecent exposure? He didn't expose himself to anyone. When the guy was uh, confronted, uh, said uh, he admitted to doing things with Elmo and apologized and said he was ashamed. He, uh, This guy, Van Lubben, subsequently sought to quash both verbal and written confessions given to the police, but a judge denied his motion to suppress those statements. There were three pages of that. Three pages? Yeah, so it says. In he did a lot to Elmo. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. Um, so I don't know about you, but this just, perhaps I'm jumping to conclusions. This screams PETA. Okay. Yeah, right. It does. Uh, the 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 screen capture that they have from the alleged video footage shows the man uh, wearing, you know, his COVID mask or whatever. He's standing in what appears to be a child's room uh, with Elmo still in hand. Well, now, Captain, I need to ask you a question. What do you think about furries? Because isn't What's a that furry? so? A furry is a person. Mm-hmm. That dresses up, typically an adult, yep. that dresses up in a animal costume, but it's like a full body suit. Is this where they have similar. the tail, the, the thing that goes in the place and it's a tail? Are those furries? I don't know. Okay. That's but also a thing. They pretty much look like a giant Elmo doll, but they're different animals, dogs, cats, yeah. whatever, furry, furry animals, yeah. full body suit. Does that scream pedo to you? I mean, if it's adult and consensual, I don't care. Okay. I think one but of the things. What about Elmo? I guess Elmo's three years old, so he's not an adult and he technically it's, can't it's consent. Not, it's not but... specifically Elmo here that screams pedo. It's that he's in the room of a two year old child. Yeah. He has gone into, for lack of a better expression, their toy chest, the place where they keep a whole bunch of this. It wasn't his doll, it was the doll of the two year old. So one of the things that came up during the break as I was pondering this uh, with Nikki over here was that some people apparently get their jollies off the taboo. Yes. Right. So it's not like he could just go elsewhere and handle his business. Right. right. It's like people it, who like it have to be in. A, they want to do their thing outdoors or whatever. Right. Everybody yeah. has right. a kink. Right. Yeah. So if that's if being in like the customer's home. Yeah. Is his thing. Then maybe that's all it is and doesn't have to scream pedo like it it would be one thing if he were just in the customer's home somewhere and he like reached into his back pocket or his backpack and pulled out his own elmo doll right (laughs) you know and and you know went to town right that would be different than going into the room of a two-year-old obviously a young child's room rummaging through their toy box for lack of a better expression grabbing the tickle me elmo doll and well tickling himself with it like legit pedophiles, like people that are trying to do things to children, like actual children, right. like two years old, five yeah. years old, like young children. It's hard for me to feel any sympathy for them. If your brain can even go there, to me, you know, I don't think, I don't hold very much sympathy for those people. And I think there's like, they should be in a mental institution. I think that's more to the point because I do have some sympathy towards them 
because I do see it more as a mental disorder. Yeah, there is something yeah. to be said for the self-restraint, if that's right. what this yeah. is. But no, we, that's yeah. more important but, than anything else. But we don't know that this particular guy is self-aware of his problem and that this is just, you know, his... Uh, like, I mean, he wrote a three-page apology and tried to suppress it in court and said he was ashamed. He's self-aware. It's a control issue. I'm just saying that he raped Elmo. And, you know, and this guy could, like, not even be an actual pedophile. Maybe he was just trying to do something weird and freaky. Like, you Understood. Know, Captain jumped to the conclusion of pedophile. It I is did. weird yeah. that it was in a two-year-old's bedroom and that an Elmo doll was involved. That's kind of that points towards pedophile. Any other pedophile. bedroom, no problem. We do happen to have Elmo calling from oh, Elmo no. Town. Well, let's ask. <laughs> Elmo, you're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, he grabs himself and then he grabs Elmo. And Elmo didn't really like that. Oh, I'm sorry, Elmo. Elmo. Well, Elmo loves you anyway. Elmo loves you. But does Elmo love Van Lovin? Well, Van Lovin loves Elmo. That's for sure. Is that what he told you? In the closet? Well, that's what he... Yeah, he didn't have to tell me. Playing seven minutes to midnight or whatever that kid's game is. Elmo Elmo doesn't know that game. Elmo, Elmo will learn. Hmm. What? Elmo didn't I said Elmo will learn. Oh. Does Elmo what? learn? Elmo will learn. Well, it depends. Elmo only learns good things, not bad things. Something tells me Elmo learned a bad thing from Mr. Van Lovin. I think I might have got Nikki back on the crying joke. <laughs> she <Yeah>. does look <laughs> almost yeah. in tears here. No. <laughs> Elmo didn't learn anything from Mr. Van Loving. Elmo knew all that already. Oh, oh. Elmo's experienced. <laughs> Elmo, you whore. Yeah, but, <laughs> you know, Elmo has his public life and his private life. And Elmo likes to keep his private life private. Huh, weird. How come you didn't know about the nanny cam? That's not weird. Wait, why is that weird? Why is what weird? You said that's weird. I was being sarcastic. I was being sarcastic because if if there oh. weren't a thing known as private life, I mean, it would just be life, right? Oh, oh okay. Elmo doesn't understand sarcastic. Elmo is always uh, honest. Not I've invented sarcastic. a new children's toy, sarcastic Elmo. This from RT. New Zealand <laughs> unveils plan to tax cow farts. Yeah. Well, you know the environment, right? How is that part of Sexy Sunday, you might ask? Well, it depends who you ask. Ask you might. Some folks have a flatulence kink. I knew there was this one girl, probably not one girl, probably multiple women that were selling their farts on OnlyFans. Oh, yeah. Cash money. Like air in a jar? Yeah. I'm sure Belle Delphine was one of them. How, like, let's just say you were going to make one of these purchases and you found, you know, the, the girl you were going to purchase them from and you were like, okay. Uh, let me go to your website or, you know, your your shop or whatever and throw down my, how much of these things cost? I don't know. Uh, TikToker makes, what is this? They don't have a comma, so my eyes hurt. $200,000 selling her farts in a jar. Right. So how much per jar? I don't know. 50 bucks? We'll just call it 50 bucks. Oh, and then there's a... Um... I have a question, though. Okay. Continue. So you're going to purchase fart in a jar from this particular girl. Yeah. Let's say it's 50 bucks. How do you know when you get it that it's actually from her? You don't. 
Yeah, you well, I could assume. Does it come with like a video that shows but, her farting uh, into the jar? A certificate of authenticity? <laughs> a smell certificate, if you will. <laughs> I mean, I know um, like girls are selling their socks and their underwear online. And it's like, do you know it's from her? I mean, she doesn't send you a video of her taking off her panties. Or does she? Typically not, okay. I don't think. I mean, I've never gone about this, but I'm assuming not. But mm. you still get dirty panties in the mail or a fart in a jar. So isn't that what you wanted? The eco-friendly, ta- eco-friendly tax scheme. Never heard those words before. The eco-friendly tax scheme. Sounds legit, though. Faces opposition from local farmers groups. You think? The government of New Zealand has proposed a plan to tax greenhouse gases created by farm animals. Disproportionately affects the farmers. Hoping to slash carbon emissions as part of a decades-long climate change initiative, despite vocal criticism from agricultural organizations. We got to cut back carbon emissions. Where should we start? The food? All right. Vehicles? No. No. Politicians? No. no. Military? No. No. Food. Cows? Yeah, cows. That's what livestock. That's where we'll start. Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern announced the proposal on Tuesday morning, saying that the plan is the first of its kind ever attempted and would put New Zealand on track to hit its targets for reducing methane emission over the next decade. Okay. It so, just sounds like a all, load. First of all, like 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 a like a buttload. Yeah. <laughs> like like a bunch of flatulence. Yeah. Bunch like of hot a air. load you'd find in an Elmo doll. <laughs> He's gone too far. <laughs> there's the line. I believe. And there's Richie Rich. <laughs> no other country in the well. Okay, wait. Let, let me go back. First of all. Um, Livestock, cows, right, uh, bison, uh, buffalo, right, uh, all of these uh, animals, including humans, uh, have flatulence. And to blame climate change on flatulence. It's ridiculous. Is one of the most ridiculous things I think I've ever and heard of. It's so ironic because you have city people. City people are the ones that are making all of this, all of these regulations, right? And you look at the city, they're way more polluted than the country, mm. right? So typically, where do cows live? In the country. Yeah. So the country has far less pollution than the city because mm. you have, you know, densely populated all of these cars and whatever. But they're... I just don't get... I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get how cows are the problem yeah. when it's clearly cities are the problem, but they're blaming they're blaming country people for having diesel trucks and having cows, but clearly that's not the problem. Here's another often overlooked argument for the carbon footprint and carbon dioxide emissions. Mm-hmm. Or in this case, carbon dioxide. Sure. Uh, carbon dioxide is plant food. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Plant more trees. So Yeah, you could plant more trees and that would offset whatever. Right. But anything that you know goes out into the environment is just food for those plants. Right. And they return us oxygen. They do. Whoa. That's how that it's, works. Yeah. It's like we a symbiotic re- relationship. Right. We give like- them carbon dioxide and they give us oxygen. Carbon credits and carbon offsets and taxes, it doesn't necessarily mean you reduce it. You just pay for it. Yeah. yeah giving, just like any other thing. Yeah. Right? Giving money to government does not make the air more fresh. Right. Nope. But it, that's what I'm saying. Right. You don't have to reduce your pollution. You just pay more. Or, and, and, and let me rephrase that because you're not actually giving them. Allowing government to take money from you does not make the air better. 
It just doesn't happen. Not going to happen. Uh, she also added, uh, cutting emissions will help New Zealand farmers not only be the best in the world, but the best for the world. No. Like, what does that mean? Basically, what they want is they want their people to stop eating meat. They want them to eat soybeans and crickets. And bugs. So they're yep. basically just dumb because they're not getting the essential amino acids that their brain needs to function. And those people will be easier to control. Says the former vegan. And that's my conspiracy theory for the day. Are you former vegan? Yeah. yeah. I eat cheese now, remember? Last week. Your cheese is delicious. Thank you. Uh, but do you eat a steak? Cow. A cow eat, made that cheese. Do, do you eat steak? I do not eat steak, okay. no. Because it's, it's gross. It's amazing that nature provides yeah. us this machine that turns uh, vegetable material into meat. Yeah. <laughs> and cheese, for that matter. Yeah, and cheese. Uh, under the proposal, farmers who meet thresholds for herd size and fertilizer use would be required to pay a fee for methane and nitrous oxide gases created by their cattle. Ooh, they got nitrous, too? Earning the scheme the unceremonious, though somewhat misleading, title of fart tax. So, best case scenario, or maybe worst case scenario, right? Food prices go up in New Zealand because they don't cut back production. They pay the tax and pass that tax on to the end consumer yep. who purchases beef and milk and dairy. Adding to the inflation. Adding to the inflation. Good job, New Zealand. It turns out most methane from cows is released in the form of burps, belching, not necessarily farting. Okay. But it's still called the fart tax. If the plan secures final approval by the end of the year, the tax payments would begin in 2025 and be levied every one to three years. One to three years? Super like, random. Like, yeah, we'll just, we'll figure it out later. We'll tax you now. We'll figure it out later. You just listened to the new extended Free Talk Live Daily Digest. We felt this format was more appropriate for our podcast audience and decided to make it our official podcast. If you subscribe to the Daily Digest or full episode RSS feeds, please resubscribe to the main FTL podcast feed, which you can find at feeds.freetalklive.com. The other feeds rely on a third-party service, and though they'll have the same content, we can't be sure how long they'll stay online. If you still want the entire radio show, you can listen live every night from 7 to 10 Eastern at freetalklive.com. Full video archives are at video.freetalklive.com, or tune into our 24-7 stream for the latest show at listen.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live's amps will continue to receive the full two-hour radio show with no recorded commercials via podcast through Patreon. So please join amps.freetalklive.com for just $5 a month. Thank you for listening to and sharing Free Talk Live. 